supernatural change faith for supernatural change faith for supernatural change everybody wants change everybody wants to see something new you and I myself and you we always want to see something new. We want to see God do something new for us. The Bible said the steadfastness of the Lord, they are renewed every morning. If the word renew, is, it simply means that yes, that thing is still the same, but a, a newer version of it has been put into place. It is renewed every morning, which means there are certain patterns of certain things in your life but you see, the Bible says that the path of the justice has a shining light which shines brighter and brighter. The brighter and the brighter and the brighter and the brighter, every brighter you take is different from the next brighter that takes place to clear the road for the next brighter that will become so bright for you. Am I communicating with somebody? So when you experience a bright dimension, when you experience a bright dimension, Every time you add another bulb into that light, the atmosphere becomes what? Becomes what? And when you add another 100 watts to it, no matter how small that bulb may look like, when you have a 400 watts of bulb and you have 50, and, and the 400 watts is shining and you have a 50 watts of, of, um, of, uh, of light, of bulb, and now you add it to the 400. Even if that little light is so little, it will add some dimension to the light. It's no longer 400 anymore. It's 450. Praise God. So every time you experience the Holy Spirit, your mortal body dies. Hallelujah. Your mortal body dies. Yes, I know and I, and I accept and I agree. That the Bible says that on that day, that mortality shall put on immortality. Mortality talks about the, 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 um, the body that we have here on earth. The ability to operate here on earth. And immortality talks about you taking up a particular look that doesn't die. Mortals die. Immortals don't die. Praise God. That's why the soul of a man don't die. That's why the soul of a man don't die. But the body of man dies. When a man dies, the soul goes back to the creator. The body returns back to the earth from whence it was taken from. Am I communicating with somebody? Now, this dimension is a supernatural flow. That when the soul returns back to God, the soul goes to give accounts of everything that he has done here 
on earth. Remember, no spirit has the ability to operate here on earth without a body. Am I communicating with somebody? Even God don't interfere in the activities of man. He has to pass through people like us to talk to you. He has to pass through people like you to talk to many out there. He has to minister to somebody to talk to somebody. Am I communicating with somebody? He has to choose a vessel in which he will use to speak to people. Now, when the soul returns back to God, if the soul had sinned or lived a careless and a useless life here on earth, the Bible said the soul that sinned it must, must do what? Surely die. But the death is not actual mm, death. The death is an internal punishment for for forever and ever remember when god told adam he said the day you eat of this tree the fruit of this tree you will surely die when adam and eve ate the fruit did they die a physical death every time god talks about death he talks about spiritual death sin brought in death man was not meant to die but sin brought in death into this earth and from that day, God created another means and said, okay, I'm going to take you off from this body, this sinful body, and I will bring you back to my kingdom. So tonight, I want to speak to us on this topic, the faith for change. The faith for change. How do you change things? When you have a lifestyle that, or you're living a lifestyle that you don't enjoy, how do you change it? What do you do? What are the steps? You've always heard um, motivational speakers say you have to believe in yourself. Hello? Have you heard that before? Yes, which is true. One of the first steps of faith in something is you having faith in you that is going to have faith in something follow me carefully please because i'm moving as the holy spirit is depositing chips into my hard drive now you cannot have faith in me when you don't trust your judgment you can't have faith in a thing when you don't first trust the source. Have you heard people say, I have faith in you? Before they say that word, the first thing that has gone out is trust. When trust dies, faith is nowhere to be found. So trust is the foundation where faith is built on. Every one of us wants change. We want to, we want to express, we want to express something new. But you got to first believe in yourself. You got to first tell yourself, I will make it. You got to first tell self, self, you will make it. 
Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I tap myself, like tap, and I pinch myself. I feel the pain. I say, you that is feeling this pain, you will make it. And at the end of the tunnel, there is light. The beginning of the tunnel, the journey is not certain. It's not, it's not real. Like, things are not really working in line. But by the time you start heading towards the end of the road, the light starts coming. So the faith to change things must start from you, not the, 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 the thing that you want to change. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse number 1. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse number 1. Are you there? Hebrews 1 from verse number 1. Sorry, Hebrews 11. Praise God. He said, now faith is the substance of things. Hope. Somebody say hope. Can I say, hear you say hoped? Can I hear you say hoped? You see that word hoped. Faith is not you getting it because you ask for it. Faith is you going through a process. I'm going to take my time because if you fail to understand Hebrews 11 verse 1, then everything you read down, you will never understand. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith. That's why faith is not something you can feel. It's a spirit. When God appeared on the face of the scene in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and saw that darkness was all over the face of the deep. And God spoke a word. If he never believed in his own spoken word, he would have said, let there be light, and darkness would still be there looking at him. Pastor, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that you can't change anything if you don't have faith in yourself that you can change things. And you can never be better if you don't look better inside of you. The ability to transform things and bring things to a place of newness comes from inward birth you have to birth it inside of you before god said let there be light he the purpose of him appearing on the scene was to introduce something new but he had to believe in what he wants to bring into the scene and because he know where the end from the beginning praise god and you say oh but we are humans how can we know tomorrow? It's possible. You know? You know it's possible. 
You cannot have the nature of God in you and not be able to function as God. Is it possible for a goat to give birth to a lion? Is it possible for a lion to give birth to a lion and the baby cub start behaving like a goat? Or when the cub just come out from the mother, he start shouting, meh, meh. No. You'll be hearing, why? The nature of his father is inside of him. When you, when you take Genesis chapter 1 literally and look deep into it, you will understand what faith is all about. Faith is creative. By faith, you could create things. You could call those things. The Bible says calling those things that are not as though they were. Calling those things that are not as though they were. You call them forth. You, you, they are telling you that this thing you're talking about, we can't see it. You say, yes, I know you can't see it. But me, I can see it. The faith to change things, to cause change to take place. Nobody sees the victory until you first see the victory. And when you see the victory, don't bother yourself about if anybody sees what you're seeing because nobody sees things with you. We are men of the spirit. Our eyes are not meant to see the physical world alone. We are meant to tap into the realm of the spirit and see things. And even science knows that the realm of the, there is a realm called the realm of the spirit. Science calls it the unseen world. And we are custodian of that world. We are custodian of that world. In that unseen world is where things are manufactured. Ideas are birthed in the unseen world. That's why as a believer we have major advantage. Speak into things, not as they appear. Put that scripture back. Hebrews 11 verse 1. I want you to let this see, when you read the word of God, don't just read it, okay, now nah, faith is okay, okay, nah, 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 something, something. no, read it and let it hit your spirit. Now, faith is the substance Praise God. Somebody give you an example for substance. Substance. When you say substance. Something you can, a material, right? Something you can feel. Praise God. Am I correct? Now, faith is a substance of things. Hopeful. Praise God. Who is hoping for a house? Substance. <laughs> Praise God. Who is hoping for a good life like hoping for money want to be a millionaire substance yes hands are going up very fast there's no need to ask are you raising your hand or you're not raising your hand praise god now you are hoping for something is the substance 
because it is something that you're expecting to come now the faith is the substance of things that you're hoping for now when you come into this dimension every normal you because we are abnormal hello you know you're abnormal ah. you're a normal person me i'm abnormal because a normal person in this world will be a very good logical reasoner. We are not logical. God is in a logical. God is not a logical being. So logic tells you one plus one is what? Two plus two is what? Aha. God defied that particular logical reasoning. I say one plus one shall be one. Does it make sense? In your arithmetic, does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. That's why if you think as of this world, you will never go beyond this earth realm. When you hope for those things, now people around you will say, this thing you are talking about, like you move around, you put your hand in your pocket, you say, ah man, I am blessed with so much money and the person you're talking to you just ask the person for transport fare <laughs> and they will say hello did you smoke something well, i thought you just asked me for money now you're telling me that you never had much and i gave to you yes you gave to me but i'm telling you something that i feel in my spirit something that i am pregnant of that i am hoping for something that is not of this world i am looking for to birth something out that your eyes cannot see faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence not seen Somebody say, I'm healed. Say, I'm healed. Now, when you tell somebody, I am healed, but yet they could still see that you are still sick, logically. The mind, the mind. The Bible says, be it transformed. Be it transformed. If your mind is not renewed, your faith is fake. Praise God don't accept the fact because logic deals with facts and the father of logic is the spirit of unbelief logic wants to tell you that until i see first that's why he says that evidence not seen When God came into the scene, he never saw light. There was no proof that there would be light. But he spoke the opposite of darkness. And the opposite came into being. And the Bible says he saw it that it was good. Give me the amplified translation of that Hebrew chapter 11 verse 1. Let's see something. 
Hebrews 11 verse 1 amplify you know when you operate in this dimension you come to you come to a place of supernatural endowments hallelujah now faith is the assurance faith is what now in bracket is a title deed praise god how many of us drive and you have your paper your ownership papers right that's your title some of us here we have our houses you have ownership that paper is your title now it's a title deed confirmation of things hoped for now in bracket it said divinely guaranteed divine not physically and the evidence of things not seen now in bracket it say the conviction of their reality ha the conviction that i have received it is not there but i speak the opposite the conviction that i am now healed i'm not seeing the physical reality i'm not seeing it but i am healed the bible said let the sick say i am healed let the sick you are sick boy say say heal healing speak healing over sickness speak riches over poverty speak abundance over lack each time you confront or see something negative don't call it because the moment you open we are so powerful that when we open our mouth and alter anything it becomes a personality that's why as parents when you keep saying negative words about your children even if i repeat even if they are manifesting an attitude that you don't like do not confirm to it don't accept it people around you may be pointing hands and say oh can't you see how the boy is behaving can't you see how the girl is behaving Shh! don't confirm to it because the devil is reminding you to curse your kids some of us suffered this because our parents never knew better they never knew any better so they call us you big head boy come here so before you got to the age of 45 you start having brain tumor praise god you start having things that make your head so big there are parents that call their kids empty-headed girl no wonder that child is not doing well thou are enslaved by the words of thy mouth proverbs 6 2 you are snared by your rewards of your mouth you are in trouble everything you say anything you say can be used against you even our law courts today and our police officers they do use that term but it's a spiritual term hello you i tell you it's a, it's a spiritual term it's in the bible the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart. So by the words of thy mouth, thou art snared. Proverbs 6 2. So when you say a word, you release a word out of your mouth. There are demons 
both good and bad spirits around you waiting for you to alter positive words or negative words. Positive energy or negative energy. Because they, their spirits, they carry these words to bring it to pass. That's why I was saying a week ago, I said, don't curse yourself. No matter how bad it is, yours is not worse than the next man on the street there. Don't think that you have it all so bad, more than any other person. That's not true. You may think that your matter is so worse, but wait until you hear some other person's case. Then you will thank God for yourself. Praise God. The man in the, in, the, in the hospital that had a fractured bone, the leg is hanged, and he's cursing himself and be so bitter about it. Here comes him seeing a man that has, the two legs has been amputated. He said, ah, you are just sore now. So the doctor decided to cut your two legs. He said, that is what it is. He said, ah, Father, I thank you for the broken leg. I tell you, Jesus, ah, so you love me like this. You didn't let them cut my two legs. Lord, I thank you for the two legs. Now it has moved from complaining to thanksgiving. That's why the Bible says, count your blessings one by one. In the midst of counting your blessings, you will not see. The problem with us is that we don't count them. Some of us have forgotten about what God has done for us. We, you just only confronted a problem in January. You forgot what happened in November last year. How God delivered you. Do you know that the best way to confront today's demon is to remind the demon of how you defeated him yesterday? Just take him back. Don't, don't, don't disturb yourself. Just remind him of, come, hey, hey, my friend, do you remember yesterday what happened to you? He will say yes. He says, so you don't live here now. What happened in 1965 will repeat itself again today. Immediately, that demon gives way. Remind the devil of his future. Keep reminding him how Jesus made an open show of him on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says he puts an egg. He defeated him on the cross. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put on a positive vibe. Not every time you are vibing negative energy. Your case is not the worst, my dear. Stop it. If you don't have food to eat, turn it to fasting. There's no money in your pocket. Oh, Father, I thank you. For as long as there is life, there is hope. So, show, show yourself some form of gratitude. So, your attitude will be released. Do you know what negativity does to us when you have so much worries and so much need? It, it gives you negative excess weight. Your, physically, your body becomes so heavy. You can't even carry yourself. Have you been so disappointed the previous night and you slept being disappointed? Watch the way you wake up in the morning. Tell me if you, if you can wake up smartly from the bed. No, you can't wake up. You'll be moving like somebody that they gave needle. 
the previous night. You're rolling like a python that swallows something so big on the bed. Why? Because when you feel negative, every part of your body puts on some kind of weight on you. Change the things. And let me tell you something for real. Anything you can't change today, go past it to the next one. I'm not, I'm not joking. Whatsoever you can't change today, don't break your head. The problem with some of us is that we are still struggling with part one. When everybody is now in part six, you're struggling to pull what God is not ready to pull out yet. You're struggling to battle with what God is not giving attention to. You are struggling with things that God is not even consigning himself about. God wants you to move further, to move forward. You say, no, God, let's go back to Egypt and fight the Egyptians inside of Egypt. Hello? Imagine, imagine Moses leading the children of Israel and getting down to the front of the Red Sea. And God is saying, go forward. Moses said, no. Why not we just go back and finish this people? God, let's go back and finish this people once and for all. But God has his plans. That's why um, 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 I can't encourage any believer that thinks that they can lead the Holy Spirit. You don't know any better. Yesterday, yesterday, the Canada um, Central Bank announced rates. They've increased rates. I believe there are people that it has affected. Some, it is giving them high blood pressure now. Rates. Okay, hold on. Let's pause there. Remember, God didn't create money. Hello? Have you ever seen in the Bible and God created money? So who created money? Can I tell you one monetary policy that the financial institution and many don't know? This is from God. Money was created to limit man from man. Money was created to create class of people. Money was not created to help you and I. God never approved money. The Bible says it is the root of not some evil, all evil. Money is the root of all evil. Now, when you hear the scripture say money is a defense, for who? For the rich. So what about the poor? Have you ever seen God play a game of leaving the needy behind? Jesus gave a parable about a rich man that had so much money. And he threw a party, a nice party in his house, you know, 
and invited special top top guests of honors those that who is who in the city and the bible said that it came to pass that every of his guests disappointed him and he has prepped food lobsters ribs this one that one Czechoslovakia, emulate, and the rest of them. Everything is decorated on the table. The foods are so powerful. The lobster, you know, there are some lobster you look at, they are angry. They look aggressive. They prepared it all, but they still look aggressive. Some crap, even after you cook them, you know those big, I'm not talking about the fake king crab they they sell the pieces the whole of the body i'm talking about real king crab that is as big as this when you see their hand even after cooking them the chef still needs to tie them because they may wake up and do harm <laughs> praise god now this man organized everything everything was set everything was good and he was waiting for his guests to come they all disappointed him and jesus said suddenly he said no this food is not going to be wasted just like that it's not going to go down the drain and he changed his tactics and went out on the streets and invited the poor and the needy the Bible said that the house of this man was filled and jam-packed. What was Christ trying to, trying to narrate to us there? Those that heaven is being prepared for, don't take it serious. Christ went to his own. The Bible said his own rejected him. You know, you and I, we are the Gentiles. The Gentiles are seen as, you know, idol worshippers. The Israelites, we are choosing people of God. But because of their way and their character and the way they do things, the Bible says, and the gospel was turned to us. It was not originally planned, but was turned to us. And we accepted the gospel. So you can be whatsoever you want to be. The question is, what can you see? Do you see a broken woman that has no future? Or you see a woman that has the ability to become the next premier of this province? Don't ask me, hey, 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 pastor, how, how, how is it going to be possible? That, hey, 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 is your problem. You see, you see what I just said now? That, hey, 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 Pastor Isaac, you see that, hey, 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 it's the spirit that has held you all this while because you keep belittling yourself. I saw a woman I once prophesied to. I never knew her before. I just saw her one day. The Lord said to me, tell her that I'm going to lift her politically. She's going to one day be the next prime minister of this country. 
Her name is Leslie. It's a black woman. You see, God has shown it to me. I know by now she has forgotten. Praise God. Because even before, this prophecy I gave to her was about sometime in 2018. By then, her political career was not as high as this. You see what prophecy does? Prophecy prepares you to that place. It's faith. Joseph was prepared. His preparation, sometimes your preparation will come with calamity and turbulent storm. Don't be afraid. Go. Don't be a, don't complain. Go through it. Today, she's an MP. But watch how prophecy will turn things around. There's a political party that their leader was just ousted. Listen. God can, because of somebody in Nova Scotia, cause a radical change in Ontario. Everybody will be wondering, hey, what is, what is happening? The person in Nova Scotia is still there. God is arranging the person. Have hope. Evidence not seen. Have faith. They say, oh, a judge can be of so and so and so class. Has there been anyone celebrated as the youngest judge in Canada before? You can tell yourself and say, I have faith that I will beat this record. Give me the next three years. And because you have faith, nobody has called you a judge. That is evidence, right? But you have called yourself first a judge. Before anybody called, started calling me pastor, I never flogged anybody. I said, hey, come here. Don't you know I was, I was anointed and I was dedicated, I, I was ordained. Come here, my friend. I heard you, you were calling me brother Kevin. Don't you ever try it again. Bring out whip and start whooping people. No. When I heard the word minister first, it was from the Holy Spirit as a young boy. Say, and you will be my minister. You will preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. And when I started growing up. As even as a little boy, everybody nicknamed me Pastor. The grace, the light was there shining. Wow. 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 Because the light is shining, the light connects people. Do you know even a hidden, God can use a hidden to speak to you. If God can speak, Cause a donkey to talk. Donkey. And you know who this donkey was talking to? A prophet. The donkey was rebuking a prophet. 
you know how a prophet can be you know the word prophet let me just generalize it as a believer how some believers can be so blind that even the dog in their house has spiritual eyes more than them because the donkey saw the angel that is about to slay him but how come the prophet could not see you know when money has blinded the eyes of men instead of you to see you're seeing numbers digits hmm. 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 you're sleeping you're calculating hmm. you're no longer meditating no meditation with the holy spirit that one stopped many years ago <laughs> the vehicle of meditation was parked along montreal road <laughs> and now you're in british columbia really 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 colonizing yourself there mm. digits mm. i'll buy this house mm-hmm. when this equity come up on this one I take and buy another one that's all you do and that's why as a pastor when you come out in the morning sunday morning to preach your message is dry your message can even choke the message can even choke a little baby like a little baby can hear your message that <laughs> if the baby could talk he could say please stop that man take the mic from him it's killing me here because there are certain messages that are dry you know why they packed god god is no longer with them it's not the choice of god to depart they departed themselves they have become acreable overnight for the grace has departed believe in yourself don't look for me to have faith in you have faith first in yourself i'm not looking for anybody to have faith in me hello i have the faith i have and with the one god has put up on me can carry me to my destination you have your own faith when I have faith, you have faith. We come together. When we put our energy together, we produce things so mighty. Have faith. Do you know when you surround yourself with faithless people, they become dead weight on you. Dead meats here and there. Jesus was sleeping in the hinder part of the boat. And the apostles were shouting, crying. The wind was whooping them. The storm was lifting. We lift. I wonder why Jesus never woke up. Praise God. You know, there is a way you'll be sleeping now. The bed will look like water bed. That was what was happening to Jesus. The, instead of Jesus to wake up, even when the, when the boat will be lifted so high and splashed on the it felt nice on christ that is how anointed he was that even with that his body because such kind of wave should be able to throw you out of the bed bump your head somewhere so while jesus was sleeping angels stretch out their sword cross him this one the other way this one the other way they just cross him that way so that those swords they presented like spiritual safety belts on him so he was not moved the Bible says, for he will not suffer your foot to be moved. 
What a blessed assurance. And then we are wondering, is this man okay? You know, <laughs> some certain people in the house, there is noise of emergency. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. They are still sleeping. You go and wake and say, aren't you hearing the whole screaming, everybody screaming? They say, no, I was not hearing. Ah, ah! <laughs> now, there is nothing as having a peaceful sleep. Not the kind of sleep you're sleeping. If your neighbor opened their kitchen door, you will wake up. You are not resting. You are doing night guard job for nothing. Haven't you read? The Bible says, for my beloved, I will give good sleep to my beloved. And when they talk, you say, I'm at a lot. No, you are not any other lot. You're not resting. Either because the spirit of uncertainty has engulfed your mind or you are worried because faith is not there. I've been there before. Praise God. There are times when you are so disturbed, anxiety will not embrace you. And in the place of anxiousness, the Bible says be anxious for nothing. In the place of being anxious, anxiety, you can't hear God. Really, you can't hear God. So I believe that the apostles, the disciples of Jesus, they had what it takes to quell that particular wind. But because they were so afraid to die. What are you scared of death that Jesus has defeated? No. Don't even let it come to your mind. The first place a person becomes sick first is in the mind. Immediately your mind tells you, do you know that what tells the body die is the brain? Immediately the brain just tells the body and says, listen, you just got to shut down. The body just shut down. Now, your brain is connected to your spirit man. That is your brain box. Whatever you say stands. Forget about what you're seeing, the physical challenges. They are not real. They are mirage. I was talking to somebody over the week and said, listen, if you think that coming to Christ will make you, you will now walk on the street like a chamber. No problem at all. <laughs> you know why I gave my life to Christ the other day? So therefore, ha, ah, look at, I am free. Lies. Because as an unbeliever, maybe Satan assigned only one demon with you that will monitor you and help you to commit much sin and give you enough things to do to 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 anger god now the moment you gave your life to christ you've surrendered everything to jesus satan gets angry and retrieve that demon it is called an accompanying demon that accompany unbelievers 
to speak into their ears to keep doing what they're doing so immediately that demon fails in assignment he is withdrawn now another sets of shears attacking demons will be sent to that believer not one but in their 220 hundreds just against one person what's their mission to attack anything that they can not everything they can attack anything they can attack things like your finances things like your joy your peace if you don't know how to secure these things spiritually they come on it they attack it because as a believer the the day you give your life to christ you're growing you come to an extent whereby those things don't matter to you anymore you know why they will attack your finances they will attack everything every physical thing you have because those are the things that gives you joy so the moment you give your life to christ yes there is internal joy inside of you for salvation praise god but your your personal needs is still your primary you know concern so they will attack your primary concern that's why instead of allowing yourself to be exposed you have to use jesus and replace as your primary words as your primary words concern and when you replace christ in that particular vault they cannot attack christ so which means you become secured the bible called him the prince of peace because what people do they 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 take jesus like substance High in the Holy Ghost. Mm, mm, mm. And after the church is over, their eyes are open. They realize themselves. They walk back to where they're coming from. When they meet challenges, they run. Hey, Pastor, please give me some, give me some stuff, give me some stuff. And I need, I need some stuff. I need some stuff. Yeah, give me, give me. So the pastor will tell them, oh, need an, need an. Now, okay, in the name of Jesus, what is that? Okay, pastor, pray more, pray more, pray more, call it again, call it again. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And they get up. They move. They don't bring Christ as the center of their life what's their major concern and primary needs number one money like i've told you god never created money money was introduced by mankind to control other men and to create class What was supposed to be what we are supposed to be using was supposed to be your handwork, your talents. Praise God. Your talents. So money was, was introduced as a source of reward for what you do. Money answered all things. And you must also understand 
that all things doesn't mean that you can bribe your way into heaven. And when you hear the word all things, it doesn't literally because, you know, the Bible has been translated from many languages. The translation keeps moving. So, there are certain English words today that was not in the English lexicon that is now in the English lexicon. Certain slang words. I don't know if you can remember one or two. Praise God. Certain slang words that were not there in the 2000, early 2000s, 90s, 70s, 80s, 60s. Those words were seen as ghetto words. But today, check in your lexicon dictionary. They've included those words. Who does that? Is it God? Uh-huh. So tomorrow, when somebody that calls himself a professor, that keeps his glasses here, will not come. He's not a believer. Because most people that does all this translation, they are not believers. They just did it because they just look for something to do. Now they pick the Bible and start translating and bring in these slang words and chip them here and there. Now when that generation, generation come to read it, they think it's literally what it means. That's why certain words you have to go back to the strong Greek and the old Aramic. That's in the Hebrews. That's where you will see the original. The, what, it's, what that particular word is trying, English was trying to translate it. But they are not getting it correctly. Like there are certain words I will speak in my dialect. It's difficult to translate in English. I can't even translate it because there is no English word for it. So if I'm a professor, I will just look for one word and attach it there and print the Bible. So that's why you've got to be very careful. That's why when you study, you need the Holy Spirit to guide your spirit man. Because when the Holy Spirit is guiding your spirit man, you, you, you will understand that the word you are eating that is a spirit behind the text the bible said the letter kill it but the spirit give it life so when you study the word of god you are unraveling mysteries do you know the bible the word of god has a key and until the holy spirit give it to you you can't understand it that's why some of us we see it as the most difficult book to read we can read all kind of magazines. They carry the Bible and give to you, start sleeping. Why? Because the, the keys to unlock the mysteries have not been delivered to you. Hallelujah. We are so special. Am I talking to somebody? We are so special. And God has given us this ability to enjoy everything he has made. You cannot miss it or go wrong with the Holy Spirit. How great and how lovely it is 
when you exercise your spiritual liberty not being forced but spiritual liberty like one thing I have come to know in this life I'm not going to pray for prosperity it's my right hello is your right don't when you see what you pray for are things that you want you need extra extra grace to achieve no these things are yours long life is yours good health is yours prosperity is yours the bible says for i've given you all that pertinent unto life and godliness ability to walk in the supernatural is your rights the reason why you are not in there is because you are not operating in the epignosis of christ the knowledge of the one the one and only jesus whom you say you believe in you don't operate in his knowledge and if you want to experience that i tell you the truth that's why i'm here that's why i'm doing this that's what i'm telling you that's why i'm talking to us you have to replace everything in your life with jesus use jesus and put in the place of everything let him be the one that matters day and night to you Misplaced priorities is one of the reasons why our younger generations today don't know God. Because at the age of, of 12, you're already thinking about a boyfriend or a girlfriend in, in just grade, grade, grade 4, grade 5, grade 6. You're already pointing who is my boyfriend, who is my girlfriend. By the time you finish grade 12, you have carried a boy that doesn't even know where he's going yet as a girl you have used that boy to occupy your brains so when the teacher is walking arithmetic so, so you uh, instead of you to see what the teacher is doing on the board you are seeing the boy's name being written <laughs> ah. Huh? Say, I can't sleep because of him. Hey, <laughs> Jesus. At what age? 14, 15. And you see some parents. Oh, is this your boyfriend? Is this, is this, is this your girlfriend? May God have mercy. That's why the deterioration of children kids today is getting worse because they are not allowed to be kids anymore they are being introduced into adulthood so early so adulthood has hood in it praise god you know the hood you know when somebody say you're from the hood uh-huh the ghetto when you say adulthood 
There are things in the hood that are not good for your consumption. But because you are an adult, you make exceptions. You make choice. Right choices. These kids, they don't know what choice to make. So when you bring them and force them in there, they go wide from there. A lady was cautioned for literally making up her daughter of nine years old, fixing her up with makeup. And an elderly woman told her, I said, now you've set her up like us. When our age mate men start coming after her, will you be happy? See, that word is very strong. Let the kids be kids. Let the adults be adults. Nobody will build a family for you. You have to have faith in the family and the kids you have. That faith you have in them will move you to start praying and start prophesying into their lives. And don't prophesy today. Pray for them today. And the next day morning, you're opening the door to check through the, through the room door to say, ha, ha, has she changed? She will not change like that. Stop investigating and stop monitoring. The transformation of an individual happens in the point when nobody is even giving attention to it. Every one of us here will notice that when our parents was chasing us bomba to bomba, we weren't accepting to change. But immediately they now tell you, oh, say, okay, you want this word, take the word. <laughs> you saw the word, you ran back to them. <laughs> ah, Jesus. You know, when you're telling somebody, say, this thing you want to do, <laughs> it's not good for you. Say, for what? For what? We are the new generation, yay. We are the new generation, yay. Yay, yay, yay. Tell them, okay, take the word. Give them one year. <laughs> when the word whoop them, they will know that June and July is not, it's not, it's not the same. There is a big difference between June and July. Not those days when we're going to... I don't know. My life as a little boy growing up was so different from everyone in my family. I never gave my parents headache for one day. For one day. For what, I, I, I can't explain why, but my mother would rather allow me to go to night programs, church night programs, even though some kids use that as escape routes to escape from the house. My mother would trust me, and my elder brothers, I mean, these big guys, when they ask, they say, oh, you, you, don't, you don't want us to go out. But every time you, 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 you let this little one to go out, you know what she tells us? She said, because I am sure he will never bring a police case back home. And what's my business? Me? If you don't see me in the house, go to church. You will definitely see me there. If I'm not in service, church is not going on. I'm in the house of God studying. I'm doing something. In the house of God. So that's why we have to make Christ the center of our lives. Our family, our finance, everything 
Because sometimes when we say, Jesus, take it all, the truth of the matter is that we didn't give him everything. We only gave him 2%. Jesus, come into my house. Come and take charge of everywhere. Hello? You don't even have a table where you pray in your house. And you say, Jesus should take control. There are some believers today, not in this church, though. Praise God, because I mean, these members are very wonderful. Amen. There are some believers, you tell them, and we want to bring the church fellowship to your house. Say, so, Unu, come mash up my house. <laughs> no, 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 no. And when, when you, when, when you ask, no, but these are brethren, your brethren. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me know them, me know them, me know. Me know them. You know them, come down here, them mash up everywhere, and who's going to fix up the place, man? You can't give up that house that you went down on your knees and pray as a father in the name of Jesus. I will love you if you help me get a house. Some will never even invite a brethren to their house. I don't want them come to disturb me. Loneliness kills you. The Bible says, woe unto him that is alone. Share what you have. Let God be the center of your joy. Before, before I round up, there is this story of a man, I believe maybe Sister Novelet may know him. When I heard that, when I heard what happened to him, I, me, I was angry. His house got burnt. I mean... Whether you have insurance or you don't have insurance, those are material things. After all, I don't believe that anybody goes to jail for owing government. You owe. Can you pay? No, not right now. When can you start paying? As I have. And they know it when you have. <laughs> and the house got burnt. It was announced. I was at the meeting that day when it was announced. And suddenly, in the space of one week or two, we heard that the man is dead. Ha -ha. He died because his house got bought. I got angry. He said, that man is selfish. In fact, if I have the power, I'll wake him up. <laughs> Again. I'll wake him up again. I tell you, you will not die. Yo. You will be here. How would you? Like, he didn't commit suicide. He just decided I will die, and he died. So powerful. So, oh, you have the power to decide death, and death comes. And you can't have the power to decide house be built, and the house be built. You see how the devil uses people? The devil uses the ability you have against you. 
if you believe that you can curse yourself and it can happen you so much believe it and you're avoiding mm, no 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 i don't want to say any negative word about myself okay you believe it will work why not turn the same ability in a positive energy and speak over your life and believe if i ask that you tell me but pastor i'll be speaking you'll be speaking but you never believe it but you know if it costs you believe but if you speak good you don't believe that's the problem and when he i got so mad i said i can't, i don't know him i can't picture his face but this man is so selfish i believe when he's walking with his face down still angry trying to walk into the gate of heaven the angels are telling him, ah ah where are you going where are you going so your house got burnt and you ran away from the earth he will wash dishes they will just tell him no problem go to the kitchen go to the kitchen area there because i tell you it's 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 useless so which means the house was his god the house was the reason why he lives so the moment what you put your faith in is taken out you are gone that's why no matter how you love your spouse love your spouse very well but don't put your life faith in your spouse because when you do that, your spouse becomes a living God in the eyes of Elohim. Honor your husband as wives. Praise God. The man, the Bible say, love your wife. But don't love your wife to the extent that you become stupid. That even when God is talking to you, you're contemplating. Eh, should I? God, just excuse me. Let me go talk to my wife first. You are finished. Go and go and learn from your from your from your ancestor, the good preacher Abraham. He never spoke to Sarah because the, the the what dimension God wants to take him into, Sarah will enjoy the benefits. But the process, Sarah cannot. So as a man, you have to understand the level of your wife. There are certain things. I'm not saying keep secrets. Mm. When you are done with the activity, come and relay it back to her. It's not secret. But for that time that this mission needs to be carried out, she's, she may not be qualified to gain access to the information. The little that she gained access into, didn't she go there and start mocking God? When the angels came and was talking to Abraham and she came, she heard, she started mocking. That's, you see, women have that, that's them. You can't take it away from them. But when it's time to be a man, be a man. Don't let anything at all replace God in your life or else you are you are in trouble you may have money in your bank account what if tomorrow you see what's happening in russia if anybody that has foreign money in that bank the money is gone there's sanction on it you can't have it anymore 
so you will not kill yourself no just imagine that tomorrow tomorrow u.s decide to invade canada they say because canada is too small they want to take canada territory and make it their own and canada say no and before you know it canada say okay invade us we will invade jamaica jamaica is not too far four hours away now, when sanctions start flying up and down, sanction this, sanction that, sanction that, sanction that, more especially when the whole world is against you, they lock you up. Would you not kill yourself because your bank said you can? Some persons have money in their MasterCard in hundreds of thousands. MasterCard, as of two days ago, has put out a statement that we are no longer operating in Russia. Okay. Apple has come out to say no more. Many companies are saying no more. They are cutting off Russia. Now, if you find yourself in Russia, a billionaire's yacht is worth about millions of dollars was seized in Germany. He may have an attack. Because many times when they, when government sees your property they don't give it back to you anymore they will put it as the government assets sell it and put the money in government coffers that's it they're not getting it back so what are we saying don't make those things your god the faith to change things starts with you the faith to effect changes, the faith to turn things around starts with you. Don't force people to have faith when you, you are operating in fake. It won't work. Bow your heads.